Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah, and then they go on a bye week. So this is another, you know, team that I'd throw in there with Louisville. And maybe there's a couple other that I'm kind of like, who are you? Um, that I still need some answers. I blame myself every time I like some. Every time I like someone. Wait, Wake did it to me last week. I was talking up Wake and look what they did. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Carolina did it after their first two games. I'm like, hey, I think they're- <laughs> what do they do? We like these guys. <laughs> We're like, ooh, sorry, slow down. Hold on, that's too much for us. Welcome to an ACC podcast previewing week six. Um, did the scheduling people just like make a mistake or I don't know why there's only four <laughs> games this week. Um, I'm Lauren Brownlow, by the way. I had to, I'm, I'm going to have a little fun this week. Not to say that other people aren't fun as well that I could have had on, but I wanted to have on somebody that I knew could have some fun with me. Uh, Caroline Darney from Streaking the Lawn. I'm back. <laughs> People are like, we just got rid of her. And I'm like, well, too bad. I'm here again. Let's go. Let's do this. Virginia's on by this week. So there's no no angst, no Virginia angst. We can just like poke fun at everyone else. <laughs> Stress-free. Yeah. yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Caroline and I will be hanging out on Friday as we go to see a live recording of the shutdown full cast. By the way, it... Are you the only person that has to tell people like what you're doing on a Friday and get like somewhat sheepish of like, I'm going to watch a podcast and people look at you like, you're what? I told my dad, I was like, yeah, you know, I dropped my dog off. He's like, oh, where you headed? Whatever. Gave him the rundown. Um, and luckily I've been to, this is, it says a lot about me again. Um, I've been to enough live podcast recordings that he didn't even blink twice for this one. Um, so I've been to see, I've actually seen Shutdown Full Cast before in Atlanta, their first live show. Uh, if you're in Charlotte, like check it out. There might still be some tickets left. It's going to be great. They're really, really funny. And you don't get the horrible audio issues when you're there in person. It sounds just like normal people talking. So I don't know if that's what attracts you to the Shutdown Full Cast is the audio issues or the, you know, that fun part. But uh, I'm excited, you know, to go support some coworkers and, and see those guys and it'll be hilarious. But yeah, I, uh, I've seen How Did This Get Made, I think, three times Three now. times? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. One was a back-to-back show, so it was really only one night, but I saw both shows in New York like two or three years ago. Um, Superman 4, Quest, um, Quest for Peace. Oh, that was a good one. It was a great, it was a great episode. And then Free Jack, the one that has um, Mick Jagger and... Emilio Estevez? Was that him in that one? It was a Sheen so. variant. One of the Sheen. It was one of the Sheens. <laughs> Sheen or Sheen adjacent people. Um, Rene Russo, Anthony Hopkins. Horrible movie. Highly recommend. Um, and then, of course, I can't remember the one I just saw, but it was the Madonna. Um, oh, I was jealous because yours looked way well. worse than mine. Um, <laughs> it was horrible. But yeah, so I've seen, but I also have tried to explain to people and just kind of been like, well, I'm going to see some friends. Well, see, like when I told people I was going to see How Did This Get Made, like when I was going to see a podcast and they were like, what's that? And I would tell them and I'd be like, it's two of the guys from the league. I know, I and they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, like, but honestly, probably not your two favorite people from the show, but, <laughs> but they end up being really funny. And they ended up being like the funnier. It's anyway, see, I this know. is what I do. I do that whole yeah. spiel. 
And then I'm like, and it's one of the guys. I'm not wives. embarrassing. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I have friends. <laughs> oh, I go yeah. see many podcasts. It's what cool people do. Um, Oh, boy. So Saturday, all the games are on Saturday this week, which I'm cool with. I mean, since there's only four, you know, you can. Yeah, they say Friday night for I think there's some hot soccer action. Uh, and I'm not saying that sarcastically. There's actually some pretty good um, soccer games. <laughs> well, Caroline, I regret to inform you. They did not save Friday night. Be- or, or, or oh, Friday night, you said. Okay, I thought you said Saturday night. Yeah, Friday night for soccer. Yeah, yeah Friday, Friday night, night for soccer. See, yeah, exactly. This is an ACC is a soccer league. We have always said that. Um, yeah. 1230. Boston College, Louisville, I guess. <laughs> that's my, t- oh, my tagline for this game. Sure, why not? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I, this is still, I feel like I haven't been able to have a chance to watch Louisville much um, since that first game against Notre Dame. Um, I saw part of the Florida State Louisville game. Yeah. So that, but that was the wedding weekend stuff. So I didn't feel like I got a good feel for like what Louisville was doing, especially since I missed the part where they did the whole, you know, comeback thing. Um, so I, this is the only team really, I still don't necessarily feel like I have a beat on. Um, so I'm, that's the only, but I don't really want to watch this at all. I mean, I will. <laughs> is that mean? That's mean. This is definitely like a, oh, okay, I'll put you on cause you're technically ACC, but mm. I, I feel like I'm interested in it. Like you said, to see, to get a sense of Louisville. I don't even know if we're a hundred percent sure which quarterback's going to play at this point. Um, I, I want to get a better sense of Louisville. Um, from that perspective, but I, I don't know, like Boston college. I'm still really like mad at them for some reason. I'm still mad at you. Yeah, Like, I'm sorry. Like you we can't try anymore. You gotta do a lot and like bring me, but here's what they'll do is, is like, I'm completely joking. Cause I don't think this will happen, but I also didn't think North Carolina would <laughs> be as like unbelievably competent and aggressive and good against Clemson. Boston college will pull off some upset against like, I don't know. I was going to say wake, but they already played them because <laughs> I don't want to say Clemson because I feel so silly. And they'll be like, see, we did a good thing. And everyone will be like, God damn it, Boston College. We need Clemson to win. <laughs> and they'll be like, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought this is what you wanted. You wanted me to make up for the Kansas game. Not like this. No, not like but, this. You've decided you're bad. <laughs> like make a decision yeah, and stick with it. They're a mess. Uh, by the way, Louisville's quarterback situation, Malik Cunningham got injured on the last play of the Florida State game and has been uh, not at practice at all this week. Puma Pass, who was hurt after he started the first two games, is back at practice, but limited. That seems less than Ooh, ideal. That uh, seems bad. True freshman Evan Conley has taken all of the reps with the first string this week. Welp. <laughs> I see that Panthers graphic. He's like, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> if I need to go in, I am ready. I, I guess I'll do it since coach said I had to. <laughs> Oh, oh boy so, yeah yeah i'm with I, you though i i'm not like super intrigued by this game and i'm still like angry at boston college so yeah i just see this as this game is kind of like a couple teams that are jockeying for right around that middle to bottom half of the conference so it's tough to get like super stoked um or this, even this could legit division, I mean, more but, like last place in the atlantic yeah that is true so yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially since um, Florida, yeah, Florida State has the win over Louisville. Um, yeah, I mean that. That's what. Again, I'll still watch. I'll watch just about any ACC game ever in anything. I was watching NC State Carolina volleyball last night. So what up? Um, went to the fifth set. Really exciting match. Oh, who um, won? Uh, UNC did, and it was at Reynolds Coliseum. And it also made me decide that I want to see a game at Reynolds. Um, like really any kind of game, but hopefully basketball if they do one of those throwback things again. But um, yeah, you 100% do want to do this. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so that's again, that's where I like the ACC network stuff. But yeah, this one's just not. Um, it's not this moving is your a needle. Put on, this is a put on the second TV with no sound game. That's how I'll describe <laughs> it. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair I'm, I'm kind of with you on that one. Uh, all right. Then we go to 3 30. We've got Virginia Tech at Miami. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, Miami, a 14 point favorite, which wow. I mean, I, I get, uh, like, yeah, that f- I get Virginia Tech's issues right now. That feels uh, like a lot. If you're coming you know? off like a 35 point loss to Duke, though, the 14 might be about right. <laughs> at yeah. home, that was at home coming off a bye week where you played three quarterbacks in the first quarter. 
Yeah, and I, awesome. I'm still I like reeling. I'm still reeling with the knowledge that like that was the first time Hendon Hooker had ever attempted a pass. <laughs> like, how? What are you doing, Justin Fuente? That's yeah. your backup. It's your it's your backup quarterback. He's played like seven games anyway. It's such um, a it's that situation and that for all the Virginia Tech folks listening, like. <sighs> I'm going to tell it like, I don't think you should, I mean, you guys should not fire him at this point because it's too expensive. It's too, it's prohibitively expensive. It will not bank bankrupt is way too strong of a word, but it will put y'all behind the power curve even further by depleting the athletic department at this moment that just can't handle it with the month. Like it's just, it's too much. 15 million is too much right now. And it's what what I've, I've been trying to think about it because I think I've said this before, but technically to this point, Tech still hasn't had like they had a losing season last year when you throw in the bowl game. There has not been a season in which they did not make a bowl. It's looking increasingly uh, like that's going to be the situation this year, um, barring some really strong play down the stretch. I think that's one season I'm trying to like make this as positive as possible. <laughs> like, and I understand that this is coming off the decline at the you know end of the um, Beamer years. And then especially since Fuente got such a hot start and they did a little bit of the Mike London trickaroo where they gave him an extension after the hot start. And so then like, I think it was only like a year or two years, but I'm pretty sure they extended Fuente added to his, uh, contract after the first two seasons in Blacksburg. And so that then they were like, Oh, but everything fell off a cliff. Like, and it just has dramatically dropped off. And so it's going to be brutal and it's going to get tougher and tougher as the season goes on. It's going to get real tough. If Holy crap. Yeah. I'm seeing the schedule. If they lose to Virginia for the first time in 15 years, then it's going to get that seat's going to get boiling hot. Um, but I just don't think that you can do anything right now. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm looking at this right now, Rhode Island FCS. So that's, you can only count one of those wins over FCS. So just, you can just throw that game out. Um, they got UNC at home. That's a must win because they're at Notre Dame. They got wake at home. They're at Georgia tech Pitt at home at Virginia. It's not out of the question, but like, they've got to get, four more out of that out of that bunch after you know not including rhode island yeah they've got to get four out of unc notre dame wake georgia tech Pitt, uva and the only one that i would say is i won't even use guaranteed wins yeah georgia tech is the one that's going to be the club like you can win you'll be favored i don't think they'll be favored in a single other one of those games not even close. Probably two touchdown underdogs and all. Yeah, of those. I mean, depending on what happens with UNC this week, maybe that one. But even that, I don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> like if UNC loses at Georgia Tech. Yeah, oh yeah, that's then true. <laughs> then maybe um, then, I, then we get mad at you at UNC and they're off. They're off the Christmas card list. <laughs> Just like Boston College, oh, you got to work your way back on that. Oh, you can't lose. To yeah, for Tech real. Right yeah, this is. Oof. I mean, this is absolutely. This Miami game is must win for Virginia Tech, in my opinion. If you want to, it's really a must win for both. If in my also opinion. true, like yeah. which is kind of like the most interesting kind of game to watch. Yeah, because like what I mean, Miami this past week. I know like Manny Diaz had to stop practice last week in their bye week because he was mad at how badly it was going. There's like a freshman running back who's upset that he hasn't been getting more work oh. and has been like publicly vocal about it. Their offensive line is trash and maybe even worse than florida states at this point which is not a place you want to be like i i I get why they're you know a 14 point favorite over virginia tech from virginia tech standpoint i just don't know where that's coming from from miami side of things because i mean are we sure they can score that many points to beat a team by four i mean is it going to be 14 to nothing like (laughs) you know hey they uh, they got 63 on bethune cookman so you know that's yeah, and then they they got seventeen on uh, central. And that's another. This is another one of the teams that, based on what matchups have been going on the first few weeks of the season, and with them having their bye week a little bit earlier than everyone else, I haven't seen as much of Miami as I've wanted to. I've watched them in you know full games against Florida and North Carolina. Uh, can't say that I took up a TV spot for Bethune Cookman. Um, I, I definitely did not see Central Michigan and came back and was like, I'm sorry, Miami did what? <laughs> Seven, does that say 1712? 
Um, it was just as gross as it is. And then they go on a bye week. So this is another, you know, team that I'd throw in there with Louisville and maybe there's a couple other that I'm kind of like, who are you? Um, that I still need some answers. I blame myself every time I like some, every time I like someone wake, wake did it to me last week. I was talking up wake and look what they did. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Carolina did it after their first two games. I'm like, Hey, I think (laughs) what do they do? I like these guys. <laughs> We're like, ooh, sorry, slow down. Hold on, that's too much for us. Yeah. yeah, this is such a huge game, especially like when you know writing for a Virginia site, like perspective-wise for Virginia, like I look at, you know, it's like, oh, this is a huge game in the Coastal. Huge game in the Coastal. Totally. Just because of the fact that like you look at Miami sitting at 0-1, Virginia Tech sitting at 0-2. Essentially eliminated. The loser, the yeah. Yeah, the loser. If Virginia Tech loses, they're dead. Like they're, I mean, they're out of the, basically out of the ACC running. Um, Miami's really got to get one in the in the positive because Virginia and Duke are, are they're still sitting at you know one and O's up there, and it just feels like this is such a big game in that respect. Even though like you know some of these teams have still only played one conference game. Look. Caroline, as we've always said, like the rest of the coastal is just chasing Virginia and Duke. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, <laughs> tail as old as time in the coastal. It's Miami so. always looking up in the standings at Virginia and Duke. You know, as we've always I mean, said. not yeah. far, not far from the actual <laughs> truth, even though it's a joke. Um, <laughs> that's happened more often Miami, than it has. We love you. Please um, don't get mad. We, we do want you to win. We love Jaron. <laughs> No, I do. And I do love this Miami team. I genuinely do. That was my one Miami joke this season. Maybe this is good. This is a good sign for you guys. I'm joking about you. And now you will perform well. Um, You're welcome. (sighs) I have to push you away to let the ones I love flourish the most. All right. North Carolina, Georgia Tech. Yeah, that's I mean, you said it already, but I'm this is pretty much my exact takeaway from this. Like, hey, Carolina, don't. Seriously. Don't do not. I the games in which people are like, there's absolute again, and this is a person who watched the Virginia UMBC game. So any absolutes are still in my mind like could happen. Um this is one like that's almost as yeah, the, I, I don't see how this could even happen. You know what I mean? Like well, see, I felt that way, though, about like... Exactly, which is why then I week. get nervous, because I look at it, I'm like, there's no way, right? 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 <laughs> so I'm excited. This is, again, why I always watch the Coastal. Y'all can keep the Atlantic, ex- you know, having a really good team. We get it. You're good. Like, <laughs> the Coastal's <laughs> like, let's get drunk. Let's get crazy. What do y'all want to do today? <laughs> like, I-, I will say this, like... Um, friend of the show has been a guest on, on it before. Brant Wilkerson knew is the heels <laughs> maven. Um, he he uh, tweeted out last night that Mac Brown is not happy with the way his Man, team's been a lot practicing. of unhappy people at practice. What's going on, guys? Yeah. And like the week before, he felt great about it. I rem- and he said that even like this past week, he was like, we practiced really well for Clemson. And he's been trying to like hammer home this message to them that like, it's cool that you can play up for these teams, but you need yeah. to play up all the time. Like you're not good enough to to mess around with this. Um, so it, that's worth keeping an eye on. I'm like you, though. I mean, I, I look at it on paper and you just go, <laughs> how? But I mean, I <laughs> man, Georgia Tech, it's, you know. It's just get through this year. Sweetie. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. like, I was watching a Packer and Durham um, the other morning and um, they were talking about teams that have met and exceeded and, you know, fallen below expectations from preseason. And I think it was Packer that had Georgia tech in the met expectations. <laughs> and Wes was like, excuse me. He's like, I thought they were going to be terrible. They are terrible. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's a fair way to look at it. Like, I, you know, yeah, I actually kind of, I mean, agree. I definitely, yeah. and, and Durham, Wes I mean, was like, Okay, yeah, I can see that. He's like, but did you think they were going to be lose to Citadel terrible? <laughs> that's uh, yeah. and that's a fair <laughs> counterpoint too. Like, if you wanted to flip USF and Citadel, yeah. you know, would we be would right, we be exactly. having this conversation? You yeah. know, I don't think that we would. I think yeah. we'd be fine. The audacity to go out and so, beat USF and then lose not- to the Citadel is peak coastal. <laughs> oh. It, it it really is. Um, they are actually there are actually uh twelve teams worse than them in oh, yards per play. There so there's that. 
Um, they are not even, they're not, oh dear God. Sorry, they're not even the worst Power 5 team. Oh no. In yards per play. You want to guess? Oh, um, I want to say Kansas. <laughs> oh no. Rutgers? Those are my two go-to. No, but you're in the right conference. <laughs> this team is tied for last nationally. <laughs> oh gosh, who's terrible in the Big Ten? On offense. On offense. Oh no. Um, North. It's Northwestern. Oh yeah, but you know, kids aren't going to those games because cell phones. So yeah, sure. Can't be because you've got be. the same offensive coordinator who stinks for like eleven years. <laughs> Can't be that it's Chicago in late fall and winter, and that the team is no good. But Pat Fitzgerald is like the oldest young person of all time. <laughs> Like he, what is he like? Forty? He talks like he's seventy. What's wrong with him? Yeah, if you had just given me the quotes and not like an image of him, I'd be like, yeah, this guy's been coaching for like forty years. It feels like it though, doesn't it? Oh, the P.S. Since we're- can't stay off their phones yeah, long enough to come to the games anymore. Oh, I don't know about all these <laughs> analytics and these stats. Stats are for losers. Well, you know what? Yeah, it, it kind of adds up, Pat considering your offense is dead last in yards per play. That's disgusting. You are. Georgia Tech has an excuse. What's your excuse? Good Lord. Yeah. All right. Uh, I do need to add um, uh, old friend Paul Johnson. Yay. I don't know if you said he tweeted. <gasps> no, I didn't. Get him. Well, let me read it to you. 19 hours ago now. Sometimes it is better to remain silent and let people think you don't know what is going on than constantly speak and remove all doubt. Hell yeah. I like how you add that quote a little bit. I like it. I think it says it's originally about like being an idiot or a dumbass or something. Not that you don't know what's going on, but I like it. I think uh, a lot of people felt that was a subtweet. (laughs) (laughs) But at this point Uh, in time, I think it could subtweet a lot of things, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Because it could also be about, you know, what we'll talk a little bit about later, the name and likeness bill coming through uh, California. I really don't think it's that. I think it's <laughs> apparently that's the speculation. Anyway, I was reading the from the rumble seat. They were having like a group discussion. Um, that's an SB nation blog, by the way, check it out. Um, and they were having a group discussion. And I think there is some belief that that was meant to be like a subtweet at the coaching staff. <laughs> so, if it is, I miss you, Paul. I miss you so much. Please come back. Oh my God. What if I ever got him on this podcast? I would die. It would um, be amazing. It would be the best. He would throw so much shade at everyone. I love him so much. <laughs> So yeah, North Carolina, my advice to you. And by the way, the the thing with North Carolina is that they don't have a good history in Atlanta at all. They've only won once in like the last, well, as Max said, since the last time they were there, (laughs) which is always the best sort of subtle like shade that Matt can throw. Well, you know, since we left, they've only won once there. And he said, and it was the best team they'd had since we, since we left, which was Fedora's coastal winning team. Uh, That was the only time they've ever won in Atlanta and they play there every other year, obviously. So it's been kind of a house of horrors for them. But I would argue I would certainly counter that um, Georgia Tech has never been this bad. Yeah. So what is the line on this one? (laughs) Carolina by 10 and a half. See, that seems low. I would have swapped that one in the... I think some of that is due to like what's Carolina, like you said. Then there's the possibility of a letdown from the Clemson game and then also their history in Atlanta. It's just not a good one. True. Um, (laughs) I mean, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. If this game goes into the fourth quarter and Carolina Carolina needs a, a miraculous comeback, I'm going to find that trouble. So. <laughs> I'm going to have a problem with that. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is when like the Caroline doesn't gamble side of me comes out where I'm like, that doesn't seem right. And then Vegas is like always right. So it's fine. Uh, yeah, I've been right like once when I've looked at a line and, uh, this year. And I think it was the um, Carolina, South Carolina over under, which was like inc- incredibly high. And I was like, why is it that high? Um, and I ended up being very correct about that. Yeah. Uh, the nightcap, I'll be at this game. It was, I mean, if we're being honest, it was not a game I anticipated being at earlier this year. <laughs> uh, I anticipated taking a weekend off. Pittsburgh at Duke, because I thought Duke would have lost last week and been 0-1 in the Coastal, and I thought Pitt would be meh, and they might be meh. I don't know. Um, they Pitt and Duke play some crazy games whenever these two get together. Um, Pitt's offense seems to be barely functional, but they like routinely score 40 and 50 against Duke. Even, you know, it's just, that's it's kind of what they do. Yeah. <laughs> so it, you can't really, so like you say with the coastal, sometimes things can't really be explained. Yeah. You know? um, Don't bother trying. So like, 
while what Duke did last weekend was impressive to me um, at Virginia Tech, for me, this is like the val like this is going to sound crazy, but this is the validation game for Duke. Like, yeah, crushing absolutely. a team on the road like is is not enough for me. I need to see them win at home, which is weird, but that's just what Duke's been like the last few years. Oh God, I searched Pat Narduzzi. That is always an adventure. <laughs> Apparently, he's been connected to the Rutgers job. Yes, I've I've heard such things, and I think that's nuts. I, I, I'm pretty sure Narduzzi's a, a Pittsburgh guy, right? Like he's from Pittsburgh. Um, I'm guessing he seems like it. Like why? I don't I don't know, and I don't know. I don't even know the feeling on what Pitt fans would say, like if they're ready to part ways with Narduzzi. I don't know. I just think that that would be a real weird move. Um, just real weird. I, I think that, that they've got, you know, just put on a different offensive coordinator. I think that the, I think Pitt is, is, is Pitt good? At, uh, question mark. Um, I think that he's got something way better going at Pitt than he would get going at Rutgers. I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah. I, I would be surprised if he left for Rutgers cause that would seem really silly. Um, I just know Pat's Pat's in a mood. He was a little uh, sassy this week. He's very like, he's one of those coaches that's super secretive about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, sometimes I get it. Sometimes I find it super annoying. Like people are going to ask about if your quarterback's going to play. It's not because they want to gamble on your game. It's because they want to cover it. Like, yeah, <laughs> they want to know if people if you're asking. Yeah. If you're asking why, like, is he coming back? Was it because of injury? Did the other guy miss for injury? and you're not putting out an injury report, you're going to get these questions. If you are putting out an injury report and people want to know if the guy's coming back for the next game, that's important because they're trying to write a story. No one's trying to like uncover your secrets, Pat. They're just trying to figure out what's going on with your team so they can properly cover it. These are all questions that the, like it's, I, I thought that was such a weird response to a pretty straightforward, normal press conference question after you bench or sit or rest or whatever you want to call it, Kenny Pickett. And have a horrible game, <laughs> like almost lose to a team you shouldn't almost lose to. Um, in Delaware, it was Delaware. You guys, I mean, Delaware's a good FCS team. Like, don't like, I'm not trying to like, if a team struggle with JMU, I'm not going to, you know, throw sure. a huge stink, <clears throat> but you should, you, you're, I've seen Pitt play better than this. You beat UCF. You're better than this. Like, so if people have questions about why you didn't play your starting quarterback, then ex- one, expect that. Don't think it's some huge shock. Like, I can't believe the audacity to ask me about. But answer the questions. I don't understand. And that one, but I was like, man, he's sassy today. Yeah, he was real sassy. Like he even asked about like what your defense has done so far. Does it compare to your Michigan State? It's not my defense. It's Randy Bates' defense. I'm just watching and critiquing. <sighs> what? Like, like if that's not even like giving credit. Like that's just like being defiant like you can be like you know i've been really happy with this and that the credit goes to randy bates there that's how you answer it right but then he he followed that up with like if duke puts up 619 yards next week do you think i'm gonna be happy with that it's like no but that's not what we're talking about (laughs) jesus yeah i need i need pat to relax like pat needs to calm down um (laughs) he's just he's he's really like he is he's a lot he's a lot uh Meanwhile, David Cutcliffe is like totally feeling himself. Um, <laughs> He's out there running fake punts of 28. <laughs> although, as he will tell you, that was not his decision. It was his punter's decision. <laughs> really? Good yeah, for yeah, the punter. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, so like this is pretty common actually because like remember a couple years ago in the ACC championship game with Carolina, I believe it's Carolina and Clemson and like the Clemson punter ran a fake punt when yeah. it was like pretty close and Dabo like lost his mind because it didn't work. Um, it's because like the punter, if the punter sees a certain look, they're allowed to like make that call themselves <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild to me that that's a thing, but it is yeah. a thing. And so like Cutcliffe has given his own punter, Hey, you see a look you like, you go ahead and do it. Hell yeah. And so, yeah, like that, he even said it after the game. He's like, I was not trying to rub it in. Like that was literally just like, I've told him if he has the look to take it. Um, <laughs> Don't but, I, CPJ would would be like, yeah, I called it. <laughs> yes, he would. He would completely own that, and that's why we love him and we miss him. But yeah, I ran it. Um, the over under feels the over under feels low, but that's just I'm just basing that on history because it's like 48. Um, oh yeah, that is low, especially since 
Duke's basically been scoring that themselves in the last few games. Yeah, Pitt's defense will be, you know, second best defense they've played, obviously. Um behind Alabama. uh, MTSU. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Roll time. Uh, Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that it's, so it'll be an interesting test for sure. Cause I think they can do some things that'll confuse Duke a little bit. And I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm cautious with Duke because I've been burned in the past where I'm like, I'm all in with Duke and then they go lay an egg. So if they win this game, I'm on the Duke hype train. Um, so I will see. I'll be, it'll be interesting. I think this one will be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Again, this is another huge, huge coastal yes. game. Like, big coastal game. Big. I mean, I guess technically at any point you're like, oh, these are all huge. But um, like, I don't see Carolina and Georgia Tech as like as big of a whatever. But these are two teams that are probably a lot of people's favorites to be the biggest challengers at this point to Virginia, sitting up there with the 2-0 and lead. So this is going to be does Duke match Virginia at this point and make it kind of like a yeah. two horse race early in the season? Um, or is Pitt going to be like, <laughs> not so fast, my friend. <laughs> um, and really pull in that, that second section where a bunch of teams are one and one. So I'm excited about this. One. I think it should be a lot of fun. I liked, I liked Duke's offense outside of the first quarter. Um, I saw one of the life comes at you fast tweets about the end of the first quarter against Virginia tech where the commentators were like, can Duke get a first down? I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Virginia Tech drops the ball at the like 12 yard line um, and Duke was off and running. That was it. Yeah. I mean, when I had Norm Wood on earlier in the week, we both talked about that, how it was kind of wild, how it just seemed like, and this isn't to discredit Duke at all. Like, Duke played really well after the first quarter, but like, it was like that after Duke scored that touchdown to go up seven to three, Virginia Tech was just like, well, there it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, hello. You guys okay? There's still a lot of time uh, left. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty wild. But um, yeah, eager to see how it plays out Saturday night. I wish it weren't so late, but that's just me being an old and whining. Um, <laughs> the big news out of the ACC this week, um, well, out of really all of college athletics, is that <laughs> across the country, California has taken the lead. Um, but other countries have, or countries, God, states, whatever. Oh, that's right. I know some people would like California to be its own country, (laughs) but we stick to sports in this podcast (laughs) and yeah, other states have proposed similar legislation. Um, and it's legislation that would basically allow athletes to, to profit off of their own, uh, name, image, and likeness. I don't know why it's become known as this like pay for fair pay for play act. Because that's not what it is. Yeah, it's what terribly did, named. Did this? It's terribly named. And it's also really confusing at the start that they use NLI for name, likeness, image, because NLI is also national letter of intent. So oh, I, I feel like... Think, wait, I always do yeah. name, image, and likeness. I always did it that way, so NIL. Yeah, oh. all of the stuff that I've seen like abbreviated said NLI, and I was like, what do NLIs have to do with that any of this? sound good. <laughs> name, yeah. likeness, image? No, no, no. Name, yeah. image, likeness. Ooh. Yeah, so it, there's a few. I think that they should, you know, start there, work out those kinks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been quite the huge topic of discussion, as it should be. You know, like I, I have said for a couple of years now that this is the easiest way for the NCAA to, for lack of a better term, I guess, get everyone off their backs <laughs> about you know exploiting these specifically football and basketball players specifically from big schools. If I think that's the, there are 150,000 NCAA student athletes across the country. Mm-hmm. Like the ones that are being like, you know, the, the, the teams, like the schools that play in March madness that get, you know, all those big deals and where the schools bring in money and Jay Billis is doing his, and there's not, and they always say there's just never enough money tweets. Like, I feel like this is a small group of people which is why I like the idea of the name, likeness, and image, or name, image, and likeness, because the free market will dictate exactly who gets the money. You don't have to worry about someone coming back and being like, okay, well, how do you pay the second string field hockey player? Do you pay them the same as the starting quarterback? Like that eliminates all of that discussion. Well, and here's the thing the second string field hockey player, she can now start like her own YouTube channel about whatever yeah. she wants and get paid yeah. for it. Like, what yeah. was it? It was the kicker at like Central Florida or South Florida or one of those. Yeah. Uh, direct to, like, Florida. Make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, why? No, a normal student wouldn't have to do that. And that's the thing. I, I want to make sure that one of my big things on this is like, like I said, if you say, say there's like 
10 quote unquote stars on each football team, power five, that's like 650 kids. Right. And then you add like, let's say two stars per basketball team. Obviously this varies. Like I could not name 10 people on off the top of my head on Duke's team, but there are 10 good players on Duke's team. It's all the point. If you want to say like power five wise, um, and then like two basketball players, you're getting, that's like right around the like 800 kids, right? That's 0.005% of the, of the NCAA. I just don't want players or kids somewhere to lose opportunities to go to college because like, I, the, I don't know. Like I know when people say like, get rid of the NCAA, they don't mean like get rid of college athletics. It's just fix the governing body because the schools provide the scholarships or the boosters provide the scholarship or like, you know I mean? The well, and the schools are the NCAA. It's worth right. remembering that. <laughs> right. So when I just get like, I cringe a little when I see the like, get rid of the, I hope the NCAA falls apart. Cause I don't want the other like 149,200 students who go to college and get connections and training and, and have this as an avenue to, you know, take that first step in their lives that maybe they wouldn't be able to do otherwise. I don't know if that makes sense, but I don't want everybody to like, I don't want the whole system to fall apart because I do want guys to get paid. There are levels to this, I think, is right. what you're saying. Like, yeah. there, it's it's different. Like you said, it is a different experience for a second string field hockey player than it is for like an Ohio State football player. Absolutely, yeah. And um, and if we if this happens, and the NCAA needs to get they they've had years to get ahead of this, like years to make a choice on this stuff. Um, they have to make some sort of national overall, or else they're going to get into legal battles in six, seven, eight co- states around the country. Because I'm also, you know, if, if, if California passes the law or passed the law, it goes into effect in 2023. Um, that does not necessarily mean that the NCAA has to follow it. They're not, they don't have to follow California state laws. You know what I mean? Um, so then it would be, they'd still suspend the player. Then the player or the school would sue the NCAA for eligibility. Mm-hmm. It would just be a whole mess. I, I look, I kind of compared it when it first came out to um, when I was Navy and stationed in Washington and they legalized marijuana in some states. You know what I mean? Like you still weren't allowed to smoke pot and you got drug tested as a member of the military, despite the fact that the local law said that you were technically not breaking any laws yeah i Um, I, I feel like this one will be better um, a more easy thing to legally challenge because in so many ways the schools try to say like they're normal students they need to be treated like normal students well okay you need to let them do anything you would let a normal student do then or else they're not normal students like it's that simple and this this gets them out of that and this gets them out of having to pay players anything else too yes it's honestly, it saves them money. I don't understand how they're not on it automatically. And I don't buy the like, well, then some booster will just pay. I saw, I won't even. Like, it's cool. So what if they do, by the yeah. way? Like, that's their money. Acting like, like, if they want to. <laughs> acting like there isn't already an advantage for schools is disingenuous, I think. Like. That's the thing. Yeah, there's already not competitive balance. Then all the good players will go to Clemson. Guess what? Or maybe they'll go to SMU. Guess what? (laughs) They already (laughs) all go to Clemson. (laughs) Because there's other things at play. But what it might end up doing is a kid that's like a maybe second or third string or would be second string at Alabama now goes to a different school because he will be profitable at a different school. That's how I see it is like if you go to, you know, if you're looking at Alabama and NC State wants this wide receiver. They'd be like, dude, if you come to NC State, you will be the guy. Like, you know, totally. that's, and I think, so in, in some sense, I actually think it could potentially help that. I saw a tweet. I won't even put the name out there because it's one of those like talking heads folks that were like, it's going to ruin college athletics because. Was it Darren Ravel? You can say it was Darren Ravel. Uh, some say it wasn't. That one was pretty good. <laughs> I think it was more of a. I want to say it was Clay Travis, but again, I'm now I'm not remembering, so I don't want to like fully attribute it to him, even though he has some bad takes or all bad takes. But um, that some state that really liked football was just going to pay all incoming scholarship players like a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> That's like two million dollars for a class. The state is not going to approve paying two million dollars per school per football class to bring in good players. What is? What are you? What are you all talking about? 
I just think this will end up being the easiest. Plus, then we get some really, really horrible local commercials, and that is all I want in my life. Yeah, and and that's I think what's <laughs> what got us got my wheels turning a little bit too, because like then I started thinking about like what commercials could some of the current at least for me I was going strictly football, but like I looked more co- at basketball, so that's perfect. Okay, so I got some. I I, I was looking for Clemson. And I was going to look at like T Higgins, and it's like hey. Ooh. I know how to make a tough catch. I'm here for like insert local bait shop. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what, I love them so much. I like to go more with the name thing. Like I see this horrible black and white image of someone like locks themselves out of their house. And then like it turns to, you know, color like this. I think like full infomercial where like all the bad stuff that happens is in black and white. Like, I can't believe this happened. And then all of a sudden like Braxton Key walks onto the scene. He's like, do you lock yourself out? I'm Braxton Key here with local company like locksmith, you know, like, yeah, I do like the play on words. That's the funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, these still crack me up. I love terrible local commercials and it's maybe my favorite part about moving to Charlottesville. <laughs> There's so many bad local commercials. Um, let's see. What else do I have? Um, Georgia tech. <laughs> This is bad. I'm sorry. I'm not. Sometimes you're just not ready to score. Hi, I'm insert Georgia Tech offensive football player. Abstinence by choice is totally cool. Wait to score until you're ready. Is that too much? Am I? No. Oh, man, those kill me. They're so funny. They wouldn't really do that. But, you know, we can all. That'd be like a nonprofit or, you know, PSA they could do. <laughs> PSA yeah. not province. There you go. Um I want DJ Vasilovich just in something. I don't know what it is yet, but I, I need him and Chris Likes. I feel like both of them I feel like for DJ Vasilovich, um Miami Dad Bod three point shooter extraordinaire. Something about like dad, you know, like a dad bod or like, hey, you know. Oh, that actually speaking of Miami, their punter needs to be like oh, the spokesperson for like a mechanics. <laughs> Or like some sort of like affliction, like Ed Hardy, something like that, like UFC. Yeah, yeah. That was not the one I had for Miami, though. I, had, I had, I had. Hi, I'm Jaron Williams. I'm here for literally any product that will have me. Please pay me in offensive linemen. Help me. Oh man, please send help. Uh, one of the lovely people on Twitter responded to us with with what was clearly my favorite words. I'm Jack Salt, and I'm here for Blocker Mover Company. <laughs> that was great. I loved that. <laughs> those are all, any of those are so great. And it's like, oh, man, I love this so much. I was going to say, like, I would have gone like with something with Jack. That was better than what I would have gone with, which is like something about salting for snow. Um, <laughs> that's also good though like make sure this and as the winter season approaches your car is ready for the for the elements i'm jack salt here for <laughs> local car company and telling you to get salt to carry with you <laughs> uh carolina's i think it's pretty easy i was like hi i'm sam howell don't wait until it's too late to start looking at your life insurance options <laughs> can't wait until that fourth quarter it's too late could be too late it might not be but it could be yeah Bryce Perkins for like a home protection company like I need to be protected at all times (laughs) I'm Bryce Perkins make sure your home is protected yeah I was trying to think of something for Bryce and I'm like do you feel like I feel like Bryce could do a commercial like for moms he could do a commercial for like anything I'd be like I'm going to buy this product he's such a doll (laughs) he's great but he could be like do you have to do everything in your house (laughs) (laughs) i know the feeling (laughs) i mean he literally i I talked about this with norm but like he literally of he he was responsible either running or passing for 59 of their 72 plays yeah it's too much Um, it's a lot i will say they threw a lot more than i thought they were going to or this season they have yeah Uh, yeah. they just you know uh, but if you got hasis and joe reed on the other end catching it i guess Throw away, my man. Throw away. Um, but don't throw it away because that's not great either. Um, I'd love to see like a couple states across. Like if there's a company that has like multiple um, branches in ACC towns, like using like linemen for stuff. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm totally here for that. Like even if it's like, 
you know, we're such and such big and tall. We know about finding the difficulty finding pants. Because <laughs> I just feel like I see these guys and I'm like, how do you find pants? Uh, I'm going to nominate Mackay Becton for that from Louisville. I enjoy watching him whenever I've seen like OL tape of him, like manhandling yeah. dude. Okay, he yes. To, he was supposed to come to Virginia. Oh, that would have been useful this year. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see highlights, I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Pitt, I really want to do something with Maurice French with two Fs. Oh, yeah. But I just don't know what. So I figure like maybe French is mustard. And he's like, I love this mustard so much that I had an extra F to my name. But like, I can't think of anything. <laughs> I just want someone off screen throwing him a container of French's mustard. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then he catches exactly. it. I'm big on making these as cheesy looking as possible. Someone, again, someone totally. on Twitter had a, um, like Jimmy John's delivery thing, like sub not getting to you fast enough. And then having like, Kihei Clark like push past the sub to Mamadi Diakite who like shoots it through your front door. Here for that. <laughs> like super bad editing. Yeah, yeah, like terrible editing. It's all like the transition <laughs> edits and stuff. And they're like, come to Jimmy John's. And it's like someone it, like who- lands in the person's mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like <laughs> Exactly. Uh, oh man. I feel bad about my Virginia Tech one already. Oh no. Is Ryan Willis for like a bake a, a local bakery, and he's making he's giving away turnovers. That's so I'm terrible. I know I can't even make a good joke. Just that's fill in the blanks. That's the setup. <laughs> oh God, that's a bad one. I feel bad now. Sorry, Ryan Willis. Uh, uh, I want Rex Fluger for something too. Maybe even like so we was like toaster strudel. I kind of. I wanted to incorporate him with Maurice French because, like, they both have unnecessary Fs. Yeah. And I just don't know what other product would have, like, an unnecessary F in the name. Yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) It's like, you don't need the extra F, but we'll give it to you anyway. And I'm like, but what is that? It's a different kind of product sounding thing. (laughs) Exactly. Then I was like, all right, this is going to places I didn't anticipate. I'm just going to (laughs) eject. And I couldn't think of anything good for Wake either, except for, like, Sage Surratt like you're a local like herb shop not that kind of herb shop. <laughs> one that sells actual i want like a herbs, but the, play on the have both brothers and do like a k surat surat type thing <laughs> i know i do want to do something with the brothers and and you know the, something that's in the state of north carolina I think absolutely that would um and then like something maybe even with like jamie newman because like the olds on my timeline always make like hello newman jokes with him <laughs> wait does that make us olds now if we know seinfeld references I think it might, oh, yeah, because that's not a show that's been reborn on Netflix. When you said yet, when so. you said olds, I thought you were going to go like Paul Newman. Oh man, I'm in the olds character. Paul Newman, that's a different kind of. It's a different. You could do like thing. salad it's dressing. Not, it's no laughing matter. Yeah, salad dressing. Yes, <laughs> I'm Jamie Newman. Newman's yeah. own, <laughs> and I love Paul Newman's own. Oh man, that's a stretch. Um, Don't we all? <laughs> What was the other one? Oh, what do we... So, they, I mean, Syracuse has to do something with, like, Wegmans, right? Now that Wegmans is, like, all the rage conversation in North Carolina. It is becoming this, like, super polarizing topic <laughs> in my state for some reason. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, Wegmans... Partially because, like, people... Okay. Partially because, like, people camped yeah. out and... It's a lot like, to camp out for a grocery store. In a, people were crying that- and, like... <laughs> And had signs. Who was who were the signs for? Like were they like Steve, general manager, we love you? Like <laughs> Go Wegmans. I don't know. Wegmans, I don't know. Wegmans, you're our team. Um Right. Yeah. I don't Would I camp out for a grocery store opening? No. Have I no. waited in very long lines for like Harry Potter book releases? Yes. So I'm like, you know what? Not my thing, but go for it. Have fun. The scampy's great. Get some on your way out. <laughs> um so I went I, I went yesterday for the first time, um, and I was one of the skeptics a little bit, because I'm like, it's a grocery store. But this is partially because I've been hurt before, <laughs> living the mom life here. Like, I was so excited when Publix came to town, and then I go shopping at Publix, and I'm like, okay, this ends up being more expensive than the Harris Teeter. My Kroger left me. The Kroger left me. That was my go-to. And I just really want a place where like I can get yeah. all of the things I need in one place. And like, I literally, I was looking for my big size bag of cheddar rice cakes that no other place has had since Kroger except Publix, but Publix doesn't have half the other stuff I need. And it's like 15 minutes from my house. And I, I almost, I literally almost cried of happiness in the aisle. Because they Wegmans had it. Yesterday. 
yeah. because they had it. And I was like, oh my God, you have everything I need for the same price or less that I'm paying yep. everywhere else. And I almost cried a little. That's so like all the other accoutrements yeah. are fine. Yeah. It's whatever. Like that's cool. I had the Asian buffet. It was fine. It wasn't amazing. Like there was some stuff that was good, some stuff that wasn't so good. Yeah. It's pretty typical, <laughs> right? But like, and I haven't tried. I haven't tried the sub yet, Syracuse people. I hear you. I heard you. The several of you telling me to try the sub. I got you. Okay. Um, but like, you know, that stuff's all good and stuff. Okay, cool. But you know what? I just need a place where I can go. And buy all the stuff in the same place yeah. and get out and go home and live the rest of my life without having to go to like yeah, three it's different it's stores. A dream. That's when they so, talk about the American dream. That is the that dream. is my bar. That is my dream now as a mother. That's like yeah. my dream scenario. Do you That's do like Costco? Do you are you, do you throw Costco in there sometimes? Yeah, we have. It's not Costco. Okay. Ours is BJ's, yeah. a big box store, and it's fine. Like it's good. It's usually not nearly as crowded. Yeah, um, and it's a good store. But like even some of the stuff I buy in bulk there, I was looking around for at Wegmans and they had it in the exact same format for the exact same price. And I'm like, oh, okay, I see you, Wegmans. So like, I'm intrigued. Like, I just want to go to a place where they have all the things that I like. That's it. Yeah, that's and my usually I go to Harris Teeter down here. Um, this is shop talk with Lauren and Caroline. Um, <laughs> but I, I compliment with uh, it's the muffins at Costco. I'm turning into my father slowly, um, where I get the muffins and being you know, I can't eat all of them before they go stale. So I freeze everything <laughs> just like my dad does. The moment I started doing it, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm my dad. Um, so a few things from Costco a few things from Wegmans and then I do the bulk of my shopping at Harris Teeter. Cause so it's not to be oversold that um, finding everything in one place is pretty Yeah, helpful. This place is enormous. I mean, it's just, it was so big and they yeah. even have, cause I also have to go to total wine for like my bulk alcohol. Well, guess what? Now I don't cause they have it there. <laughs> yeah, they do have. Um, and you can also get like white claws and stuff like that. Oh, too. It's ba, ba, ba. Well, yes, this has been grocery store podcast. Yeah. <laughs> episode hey when it's a lean week you gotta find um i did get my son to pick games again this week i had to bribe him with chocolate teddy grams um and he was a oh, little yeah, more willing to pick this week since there were only a couple of games um he has pretty consistent teams he still wants to hug and i don't think he'll do quite as well this week but we shall see uh does he still want pittsburgh to hug him is the Duke. big question yeah, Ooh. and he, he wants Miami to hug him. Um, yeah, That's I fair. agree. I, I do too. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, Caroline, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. All right, Alex, today's prize is chocolate teddy grams. Are you ready to pick some games? Here's a sample. You want to put it in there? You want to wait? Okay, you ready to pick some games? Can you pick games? Yeah. Boston College or Louisville? Louisville. Louisville? Oh, okay. Virginia Tech or Miami? Miami. Miami. You've liked them this year. Me too. I was so happy Miami. Oh, honey. Me too. You're funny. You make me laugh. Right? Are you are you are you funny? Okay, you're just eating. North Carolina or Georgia Tech? Georgia Tech. Oh, that wouldn't be good for North Carolina. Oh boy. Alright, last one. Pittsburgh or Duke? Duke. Duke. Be a big win. Alright, buddy, you wanna tell everybody that you're feeling better? I'm feeling better. Alright, you wanna say bye-bye? Bye-bye.